All right, well, let's bring on Tom Telesco right now. Why not? Come we'll on. continue on. Yeah, we're on. Yeah. You want to come on? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We put that chair over there, but I guess we, you know, it's all family okay. friendly now. No, whatever you want. You good yeah. here? Yeah. All right, Tom Telesco, the general manager of the Chargers, joins us. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for coming out. Absolutely. It's great to be out. I, I feel like uh, it was just yesterday I was doing this, Tom. Uh, Even though it was 20 know. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, back back in your day, it was true two-a-days. That we I just mean, talked about right? that. I mean, yesterday we practiced for 75 minutes. We're off the field. Yeah. And then once we get moving, you know, it's one a day and it's two hours, you know, 2.15. Right. I, I remember that. I remember how when I first came in, which was 89, that, you know, guys came into training camp to get in shape because yeah. you, you spent six weeks of training camp. Yeah. And, yep. and three of those weeks were before – any preseason game started, and it was two a day. It was, it was full pads, two, days, yep. two and a half hours of practice, and and you got it in. And and now, obviously, the game has changed in a lot of different ways. But I I would much rather have preferred this way than yeah, doing and, it the and, other and way. Our off season has changed a lot since yeah. when you play too. So these guys, when they come into camp, I mean, they don't need six weeks anymore. No, they don't no. need the, you know to bang heads for two twice a day, you know, no. six days a week. I don't even know if you guys had an off day during during training camp or not. I don't the off remember. day was a they called it a special teams day. Okay, so guys still went so out for quarterbacks. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was good for us, yeah. but everybody else had to go out and do like a walkthrough yeah. for that. Yep. Yeah, yep. You know, talking about that and uh, yesterday day one of camp, we obviously you're aware of what Brandon Stanley's doing, and he changed the routine. Didn't practice as long. More stretching. Uh, is that the future of the NFL? Well, as far as not practicing long, this, there are NFL rules for the first five days for an acclimation period. So that was pretty much normal what everybody does. Same thing we did last year, about 75 minutes for the first day. Um, but, yeah, you're looking for different techniques, trying to gain an edge, just trying to um, get better. And so, yeah, the stretching routine is different. Look, look it's a new head coach, new, new strength coach, new, really, really whole new coaching staff. So, yeah, we're going to see some changes, no doubt. Um, but uh, it's been fun. It's been fun to be around. Yeah. And, and, and when you talk about the changes, look, it's no secret that, that, that this team has been bitten by injury bug over the last couple of years. And, and it's a, look, it's a, football's a violent game. It's, it's, injuries are going to happen. It's part of it. You don't know when they're coming. And, and it's not immune to any team right. in, in, in the league, so it happens. Um, some of these changes, are they reflecting the, the past couple of years or the years that, that you guys have you know, had some injuries in training camp? Or is it just you know just a different philosophy from Coach Daly? I mean, really, it's more of a different ph philosophy. Yeah. Um, but you know, we had a couple years. Right? We had one year, but three or four years ago, we got hit really hard. Yeah. Much more than than the league average. The other years, we've been right about the league average. It's just that some of the guys that got hurt were pretty big guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, when Derwin James gets hurt, right. uh, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, we can say next man up all we want, but it's right. a little different when he when he goes down. But um, but no, it's it's uh, you try to put a whole routine together between nutrition, stretching, offseason program, practice tempo, uh, the, the GPS tracking we use, and then there's also the other side of it is you know the players you bring in, you want to make sure you bring in guys that that are durable, and obviously yeah. you're not going to be 100 percent on that. You know, guys get hurt, a lot of injuries are unpredictable. Uh, but that's part of the NFL. And it's part of my job too, is to make sure we have a strong enough roster that if somebody gets hurt, yeah. the next guy in, there's not that big of a drop off. You know, you talk about the roster, and I don't think anybody would question the fact that you're in and you're out. You have built a very good roster, oh, a very yeah. competitive roster. And when we start training camp and we look at the roster every year, that's the thing you say. He's done it again. You've got a good roster. Then the injuries, or things go south at one point, or your kicker starts missing extra points and field goals. Uh, has that driven you a bit crazy? 
<laughs> the job itself drives you crazy. <laughs> there's, there's, there's so much you can't control. Um, but look, you try and fit all the pieces together, and you know as you, as you do that, there's going to be bumps in the road. We understand that. Everybody has them. Um, not, nothing's going to be perfect. So you just keep working at it. You, know, you have a philosophy of how you're going to build it. Um, I, I love what I've seen from our coaching staff. They're, they're teachers. Uh, the players have really bought into it. And, uh, yeah, look, you just try and you do the best you can to manage it. It's, it's like once, once training camp starts, you're in the blender for about six months just trying to manage everything and make, make it yeah. go straight. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of bumps in the road, but we'll handle it just fine. Yeah, speaking of, you know, the you always – I don't care what team you are. You, you're thinking about the injuries and the next man up. And like you, Fred said, and you said, you know, you, you've built a, a great roster and drafted well and free agents have been great. Um, but then now you add an extra layer on it with this COVID situation and yeah. COVID protocols and all those things. How do you think that's going to affect? Because it's affecting certain teams when it comes to the vaccination. We hear stories, you know, for instance, out of Washington, how, yeah. you know, not a whole lot of players are there at the bottom of the average of players doing that. How much do you think that has affected you and, and, and this team and how much it will it affect you and this team in terms of what the, the league rules are now? Well, it's funny because last year was really, really difficult. Um, and this year it's different, but it's just as hard. Um, but the good thing is we have the vaccine right now. But I'm proud of our guys. We're big on we're going to give you some resources and some education on the vaccine. And, and plus, I trust our guys. It doesn't have to just come from us either. You know, they all do their own research. These guys are adults. We don't have to treat them like, like high school kids. So they did all their own research. We trust them that they're going to make the right decision for themselves. And that's what you have to do. I mean, this is, you know, I'm the general manager. I shouldn't be giving medical advice to our players, but I can find the right people if they need the education on it. Um, and then our guys are, you know, our numbers really came up pretty high. I think we're, at, you know, high 80%, almost 90% at this point. Um, and we're trying to keep guys safe, yeah. but understand for each player, it's a different decision. And that's, sure. it's up to them. And, but we told them, whatever you guys decide, competitively, we'll make it work. That's, that's our job. That's, that's my, my job and Brandon's job to make it work. So there's no competitive imbalance with some rules that we may have to follow. But luckily, our numbers are high enough. We, we should be okay. You know, we talked about this on the air, and obviously since Rodney played, it, it, it turned into a pretty interesting conversation. So we understand that, you know, if an unvaccinated individual on the club uh, then affects a game, okay, uh, the team who had the unvaccinated individual is basically responsible for everything. You could forfeit the game. Uh, you may be charged with all the costs associated with the game. And Rodney said, you know, if that happens, I wouldn't be surprised if a club said, you're done. We're just going to move on with somebody else if you're going to affect, affect us like that. Do you think that will happen? I know some assistant coaches around the league weren't vaccinated and they're done. Do you think that that will happen? Well, number one, yeah, those are significant penalties. And by the way, last year there was the same thing. If a game wasn't played and it was forfeited, it was the same rules. But uh, look, when it comes down to it, it's it's the player or coach. It's their choice, and it, it's not mandated. So if it's their choice and they, they choose otherwise, then then it is what it is. We'll, we'll make it work. Um, you know, it can't it it cannot come down to vaccinated unvaccinated. If it is, then we're doing something wrong. So, like I said, with Brandon and myself, it's up to us to make things work. Um, and it's not mandated. So, we'll, but like I said, we're, we're lucky enough that that our numbers are high enough. Um, we've seen already that even vaccinated, yes, you can still get the, get COVID. Um, luckily, you know, usually the, usually the symptoms aren't as bad. Um, but like, it's just something we'll deal with. We're actually, I mean, we're kind of used to it at this point, dealing with it all of last year. So I wouldn't say we're experts at it, but it's not totally uncommon like it was last year, but we'll make it work. Yeah. Um, now, 
to football, I know fans are excited for football to start again. Training camp always kind of gets, at least for me and football fans, juices flowing again. Um, what are you excited about this year? And I can tell you from, from my standpoint and being out here, I didn't get a chance to come out, obviously, last year and, and, and see training camp, but uh, is, is to see, first of all, how big Justin Herbert is <laughs> and how impressed I was of him last year playing. I'm excited to see year two from him. What about you? What, what what excites you about, first of all, him and then the rest of the team? It's funny you say that, how big he is. So I, I had seen him a couple times early in his career. It wasn't you know, so much focused on him. But when I went to the Rose Bowl and I was standing on the sidelines during pregame warm-ups waiting for the teams to come out, he comes running out of the tunnel, and I'm looking at him like, holy. I mean, I didn't realize. Yeah. I mean, he's big. <laughs> yeah. Big, big. You know, 6'6", 235, right. 240, and fast and athletic. Um, but what I'm excited about, a lot of it is just – all these fans here, none of them had seen any of our players in person last year, and none of them mm-hmm. had seen Justin Herbert in person. Right. So a chance to come out and watch these guys practice, watch Justin throw. I mean, you've already probably seen, like, yeah. it looks so easy and smooth and effortless, but the ball just jumps out of his hands. Kind of like a, yeah. I'm not a great golfer, but it's kind of like a good golf swing. It looks mm-hmm. so effortless, but the ball just explodes out of the, off the club. That's the way his arm strength is. Um, so a chance to watch him. And it's been, you know, it takes time to get all the pieces in place. I, I like the people we have here. And watching the coaching staff kind of work with the players, that's what I'm excited about. Because it's brand yeah. new, like brand new scheme on offense, brand new scheme on defense, brand new on special teams. So there's a lot, lot, lot of new going on. What, what's what's um, what's the exciting about him? Because everything I heard is that he soaks up the information. He really is into it. Yep. He is a student of the game. All those things that you hear, that you want to hear, I guess, uh, people have said that about him. Um, but as you know, year two, is a different animal. Yes. Now that everybody has seen you on tape, they're going to scheme against you specifically for you. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's had a year under his belt, but also the other teams that you play, especially in your division, have had a year to yeah, kind of scheme. Had a whole offseason yeah. to how are we going to defend Justin Herbert? Right. Okay. Now we also had a whole offseason to how we're going to counter that. Um, but Justin has all those qualities that a franchise quarterback has to have outside the white lines, the preparation, the intelligence, the drive to be great. He's a perfectionist, but he's a great teammate. And mm-hmm. even how he handles the media, as you know, yeah. there's so many media responsibilities, and you're the, you're the face of the franchise. It's the, it's the head coach and the quarterback. Those are big shoes to fill for, for young players. Um, and he's just so mature how he handles it. I give great credit to his coaches at Oregon, his parents, his high school coaches, because mm-hmm. he, was, he was brought up the right way. Uh, you wouldn't have picked him where you did if you didn't believe in him. Has he surprised you, given what he's done so quickly? The only I do surprise as the word, but obviously when he, when he stepped in against Kansas City in Week Two um, and play as well as he did, you know, not knowing he's going to start that game because we had told him in training camp, look, your opportunity may come at some point. We don't know when, but you need to be ready when that comes. I didn't think it'd be Week Two, but it happened. And uh, credit to him and the coaches to have him ready to play, and, and, he, and, he, and he just didn't flinch. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing for a rookie quarterback is, like, nothing seemed to phase him. It wasn't easy for him, but nothing phased him. And then it just kind of took off from there because, like you said, the talent is pretty easy to see. But there's a lot that has to come along with that in this league that takes more than talent. Yeah, and we talked about, you know, starting of the season and how important it is to, to get off to a good start um, for, for you guys. And that's, that's for any team. But it feels like for you guys, it's really important to get off to a good yeah, start. I think so, and especially in, in our division. Yeah. You know, so you got to go. You got you to get moving. So I'm glad we have a couple preseason games to play a little bit. Uh, we certainly didn't need four. 
Um, three will be okay. Honestly, if we had two, we'd mm -hmm. probably be fine. Um, but uh, yeah, and we, we go to we're at Washington right off the bat. They have a great defense, so uh, yeah, we got to get get moving. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. You know, the preseason is cut down to three, but how do you think the seventeen games are going to affect the season? Um, not with you, you guys, but but the whole league. You know, it's hard to know. I mean, I hate to minimize it because you know I'm not a player. Um, but you know, you know, teams that go to the playoffs are routinely playing seventeen plus games. Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll see as we get into December if we have to do anything just, you know, practice-wise, reps-wise with, with that last week, kind of see how it handles. Um, but it's new. It's new for all of us. Yeah. You know, so we'll kind of, you know, we'll play it by ear as we go. Um, I don't think it should be too much of an issue. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Every year is an important year. Every year you want to win. We talked about this when we came on the air. Fans back at SoFi this mm -hmm. year. All right, you've been in town a few years. You've got a great young quarterback. You've assembled a really good roster again. Is this it? I mean, there's a point where you've got to take that next step. Is this the year you've got to take the next step? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is it's kind of lined up pretty well. I thought, you know, last year, I know obviously we had no, no fans allowed in the building. But, like, we're still getting our footing here. So, you know, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. And now, you know, our season tickets have gone, you know, out, out the roof, which is great to mm -hmm. see. Excited about getting in the stadium, seeing our fans, see this football team. Um, but yeah, every year is big. Like, there's no rebuilding in this league. Like, you got to win. You got to win now. And that that that's the way I've approached it. And we, you know, we got to do it. I like the people that we have here. I mean, it's a people business. It really is. And, and you yeah. got to be able to trust the people around you. Um, and I feel like that we have good pieces in place. Now we just got to put the work in and see how things fall out. Yeah. Um, getting back to Justin Herbert, uh, you talk about him being the face of the franchise. Uh, is he good with that? You, you think is he is he I mean he does handle the media well he does handle it he's a great teammate as you said but he's still a young kid yeah. right to put that on him and and it comes with the territory I mean it just it is does in your opinion his personality the way he carries himself yeah. is is he ready for, for yeah, all of that I just I just love him being himself yeah and then as you grow into this job over the years yeah you may take on some more responsibilities but at your own pace but uh, you know, part of that job is, like I said, you're you're in front of the media a lot. Everybody's listening to what you say. He's so mature, he handles it. But it's it's part of the job. But he also it, it grows in the time. I remember my last year with the Colts, we had drafted Andrew Luck. Um, Andrew's you know smart, great leader. Um, but his first year, like, it was an adjustment as far as being the guy, especially when you're in a mm -hmm. locker room with a bunch of adults. You just mm -hmm. came out of college. Yeah. So there's an adjustment factor. Uh, same thing with Peyton Manning. You just don't walk in the first day and you're telling, you know, 10-year vets what to do. Okay? <laughs> they have to, you kind of yeah. have to earn that. Yeah. And, and Justin earned some of that last year based on how he played. Um, so it's, it's a growing process. You, you've seen it. So, mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, he, he, he's equipped to do that. Thanks for coming over. Yeah. Really yeah. appreciate it today. Yeah, yeah appreciate it. Great interview. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. All right.